Thank you very much for hitting play on another episode of Luke and Nora's Infinite Podcast. I'm Luke Kelly. I'm Nora May. And boy, do we suck at homeownership so far. <laughs> you might struggle with this too, especially if you're a first-time homeowner trying to be handy and putting things up because you don't want to pay somebody to come over and do certain things. And it's like simple things that, you know, instructions say 10-minute assembly. And a 10-minute assembly means two hours divided out because we can't handle it all in one session. Otherwise, we probably would have ended our engagement. And some FaceTime calls to our parents, too. Nora FaceTimed her dad like three three times as we were trying to put up these floating shelves last night in our bathroom. And all it was is two screws per shelf, which is the sad part was we drilled in and not realizing that we didn't have the drill torque up all the way and then going into like a stud and then really having to like, I, you know, it makes this weird noise the drill does and you think, nope, stop. And my dad's like, no, 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 that's good. Keep going. And we then, had to get there nice and deep. <laughs> and then learning how to use anchors. And that was just a whole new thing. And you would think literally four screws in a wall should not take that long, but it did. And then I almost bro- broke our new washing machine yesterday while you were gone. And I had to FaceTime my dad for that one too. <laughs> and I, uh, I decided to do like a tie-dye project and just bleach tie-dye some old t-shirts and cut them up and see and just kind of have some fun. And went to go wash the tie-dye and the washing machine couldn't sense that there was only two t-shirts in the washer. And was like okay, we're just going to fill up with water and not do anything. And then I called my dad and I was like, dad, every time I open up the lid and shut it, it keeps filling up. And now it's over halfway full with water. And my dad's like, unplug it. And I was like, you can unplug this? It's like any piece of technology that you have. Just unplug it, restart it. Literally, that's what he said. He's like, just unplug it, Nora. It's on a computer system and the computer system is out of whack because it can't, it's not balanced. And I'm like, okay, so I unplugged it for like two minutes, turned the dial to drain and spin, and then plugged it back in. And then it kind of like agitated and kind of sensed it, and then it didn't do anything. So my dad's like, okay, well, then just hit the cancel button. And I was like, no, I already tried that. It doesn't work. He goes, but you just reset the computer. I'm like, oh, okay. So I hold down the cancel for three seconds, and it just drains. And I'm like, wow, I feel really dumb. Isn't this such a riveting podcast for you to be listening to right now? Listening to us talk about how we suck at homeownership. And I just want to point this out. This I feel really old talking about this stuff today because I'm drinking a cup of coffee because the Chicago Bulls uh, last dance documentary is airing on ESPN tonight uh, between uh, starting at nine o'clock. And I feel tired, so I made myself a cup of coffee. Nora is drinking some wine right now with some ice cubes in it, which I feel is like an older person move there. Well, because I let the wine sit out on the counter. Oh. And it got kind of room temperature. I normally don't like ice cubes in my wine, and I bought kind of like a... This is probably similar to like a Riesling, and I've been like really craving like a red like Pinot Noir, and I just don't know why I bought this one then, but... Yeah, bad mistake by you. But I just I just feel really odd that we're talking about all these home different projects that we want to do and the ones that we are doing currently. And right now we're drinking coffee, you're drinking wine. I just feel <laughs> like 
we adulted so much within the last couple of months We've here. We've aged but 40 years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that progressive commercial. I think I said that last week on the yeah. podcast, did I? I? I don't think you said it on the podcast, but you were talking to me about it. You're like, I literally feel like the progressive commercial where you like turn into your dad, like getting excited about lawnmowers and stuff. Oh, man. I, I, I know I'm going to get excited when we have to buy a lawnmower because I geek out. I'm like mowing the lawn. It's super weird. Are you going to be more excited over a lawnmower or a grill? Ooh. Hmm. I don't know which one would make me feel more manly. So I'm not going to answer that one just yet. I feel like we got, we hit the neighbor jackpot that our neighbor mowed our lawn for the previous owner. So he's just been kind of doing it for so long that I think he kind of, it's like his little hobby. He loves to do it. Yeah. It's like his hobby away from his hobbies. And so I honestly think if we got a lawnmower at all this summer, he would, like you said, he would be kind of like heartbroken. He would be butthurt about it. Yeah. Be like, why did you go and do this? I do this for you. Yeah. This is my nice neighbor thing to do. And you're going to go over here and actually buy one. That's dumb of you. Yeah. And we bought him a case of beer last week. And he was just like over the moon, so grateful for it. And we're like, you've been mowing our lawn for almost a month now. So Thank you so much. But when it comes to doing the, the floating shelves yesterday, Nora and I are in our bathroom. And it's if not a you very see, big bathroom. Yeah, it, if you ever saw this bathroom, not very big. And these floating shelves look like they would be a 10-minute job, as Nora explained at the beginning of this episode. And when you see them and you start, we started to measure everything out where we wanted it. And this is how rookie we are when it comes to this. So you don't make this mistake when you're putting stuff up. We noticed that we were drilling into a stud on one side and not into a stud on the other side. So one side, we were just drilling the screw right in, and the other side, we needed to put the anchor in so that way it could catch and hold on to something. And two different size drill bits. Oh, man, it's just a complete disaster. Just the simple things that you need to learn before you do this. And hope, maybe, maybe you're already advanced at this part. Maybe you helped your I'm parents sure out in the beginning. most people maybe are. We're just the weird ones, but... No, I really don't think so because... I guess everyone's got to start it new. My parents were... I was like, this is a 10-minute job and it's taken... You know, we started this and then we went and picked up dinner and we're still at this. And my mom's like, you've never done this before. Like, it's going to take some time. There needs to be an expectation in, in the instructions. It's like, if you're a first-time assembler... If you're a first-time home homeowner, it's actually going to take you an hour and 20 minutes, not 10 <laughs> minutes. Once you become experienced at this, it will take you 10, 10 minutes. minutes. But then, so, you know, we, we were drilling in on into the stud, and then, like, it, the drill would stop, and my dad's like, because you hit the stud. Like, you actually have to put your body weight into this to I'll get the hole. put a little ass in it. And I'm like, okay, so we do that because we were drilling. I was like, the screw won't go in all the way. And my dad's like, nor that means your hole's not big. Your hole's not deep enough. I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then the other side, you didn't want to go, you didn't need to go as deep. God, this sounds like a really dirty podcast if you didn't know what we were talking about, but you didn't have to go as deep. Don't skip skip around on this episode. <laughs> you didn't have to go as deep, but then you also needed a bigger drill bit to get a bigger hole. God. <laughs> I'm cracking up. You're the one that took it there. I know. I, it wasn't me. I'm surprised. <laughs> As you weren't just no, I thought it the whole time. <laughs> and especially you saying that you're having this conversation with your dad made it even worse. Oh, God. Sorry, Like, people. dad, it's too big. Whoa. 
Okay, that's not a conversation you have with your dad. I think that one's more geared towards your mom. Uh, not not even my mom, but um, yeah. So it was just kind of like, and then the second one, I was like, you know, we put the shelf up to kind of see where we wanted the second one. And the second one we had done in under, the second one took less than 10 minutes because we knew what we were doing then. We knew what to expect and we knew what we were doing and we had the right conversation uh, with your parents. Yeah. So that really helped us out. And then I think you got really excited because you're like, okay, Nora's got all of the projects done now because I had no more Amazon orders. I had gotten my tie-dye fix in. Like, we were good. The only thing I have, like, in shipment now is a rug, and that's not really assembly. That's just you opening just, yeah, it up. Yeah, unravel it. So, like, I think you got really excited, and then Saturday night, you know, we were sitting on the couch, and you were like, what do you want to do? And we were literally about to go – um, since we don't have a TV in our bedroom, we're like, let's just go in the guest room and like lay in bed and like watch a movie. And my mom had messaged me and was like, what are you guys up to? And I'm like, oh, just sitting on the couch, you know, kind of relaxing. And I was like, what are you and dad up to? And she's like, oh, just got done with a road trip. And I'm thinking, Road trip, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, because, you know, my parents have a motorcycle and they've been kind of taking advantage of like this quarantine fresh air and just kind of going out for bike rides. And, you know, they just go for like a couple hour bike ride and they come back because my dad can, I think he said he could ride like an hour, like two hours on the tank. So they just go out for a little bit, get some gas and come home. And then I was like, oh, that sounds fun. And then, because they live in the city, so maybe... The river walk was pretty or something. And then my dad video chats me. And my dad is not someone to really initiate a conversation. Like he'll he'll say He's he, not gonna call you first. Yeah, he's not. And then my dad's like FaceTiming me and it's like dark, but I know what they had been in the car, but it's like dark and I hear rain. And I'm like, they told me that it was like really nice out and it wasn't raining by them, but I hear rain in the background. And I'm like, this is really weird. And then I stand up and I look out our window and there are my parents standing in our driveway at 10 o'clock at night. Now, let me point out. Surprise, surprise. My parents live in Milwaukee or Waukesha, Wisconsin. It's outside Milwaukee. Yeah. So they live about six six to seven hours away, depending on how fast you drive. Like. They've left at two o'clock, I believe they said. So, So it took them about seven hours, eight with the time change. And they're just at our doorstep at, you know, in our driveway. And they're like, we wanted to see where you lived. And I'm just like, it's 10 o'clock at night. I'm in my pajamas. It's quarantine. All right. See you later. Go back in your car. And like, you know, they they weren't going to come in. But obviously, you know, I can't just let my parents drive for eight hours and not let them come in. And luckily, they both have been working from home for since for like the last month. So it's not like they're still going to work. And... My parents had gotten in, gotten new outdoor furniture, so they were giving us furniture, and they just decided to bring it to us instead of wait till we come visit. So now I have a new weekend project of, uh, it's like wicker furniture. So I have a wicker to get, outside furniture. Yeah, so I have to get some wicker to kind of the bottoms are kind of unraveling, and then I'm gonna paint them, and. I don't think you plan on helping me with that project, do you? No, that's all yours. That's all mine? 
it's your family heirloom sort of thing because it's your great grandma Nora's. Yep. So I feel like I would be intruding on that oh, family I'm... bonding experience <laughs> if I interrupted. I like that excuse of you don't want to help at all. I never said that. It, I I I read in between the lines, babe. You could believe, you could read whatever you want, but I guess you're just not really good at comprehension. There's a difference in there. Rory, what are you doing? She Get like out of there. Knocked my foot out of the way. Like, mom, move your foot. No. She's been really needy today. No, she's been so good today. I well, I shouldn't say needy. She's been a lot more biased today, which is totally unnormal for her. Yeah, she doesn't really cuddle, but like she has been like on the couch, pressed up against me, cuddling with me all day. And that's very unlike her. So anyway, let's go back to this wicker outside furniture that we got from Nora's parents last night. Um, so it's like a chair, like a love seat, and a table. And there's a couple other pieces, there's right? There's like a rocking chair kind of thing. Or there's like a chair that has like springs in it so it can kind of like rock back and forth. But that didn't fit. So they're going to have to come down at another time and bring that chair down. But mm -hmm. do you have an idea of what you want to do with those chairs already? Um, I because I feel like once you do this and the once you do the DIY restoration sort of thing, you're going to have to post about it on, on Instagram. Oh, I will. I'll do the whole progress. Um, I want to, I'm a very neutral person. Like my nails are like a creamy white or like a usually a pale pink. I don't really go. I mean, our whole house is neutral. I've got like, small teal accents, nothing major, like very, very neutral house. Like our bedroom is gray, white with a little bit of Well, that's yellow. the way that it was painted. Yeah. The but gray like, and white walls. Yeah. But like our comforter, you know, our bed sheets have always been like gray or white and our bed, you know, our bed comforter was either blue or gray and white. So like I've never done like bright and all, all of our decor is very neutral too. I've never, like, all of our furniture is just very neutral colors. And I kind of was like, I want to do something fun with this furniture. And I don't want to go pink. I have this little image of my head. I don't know if you've ever watched this show, but Nora and I watch it a lot. It's called Good Bones. It's on HGTV. Okay. And it's this mother-daughter who rehab houses in, in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. And... The mom always likes these bright, fun colors. She thinks yeah. that they're so awesome. They're so young and hip. That's the word that she uses all the time. <laughs> like if you use the word, Karen. if you use the word hip to describe something, it's not hip. Yeah, it, it totally isn't. But I think your interpretation of this is going to be like Karen trying to come up with an idea for a color option for a room. And I believe Nora is going to go with. A yellow, some sort of yellow. Yeah. My mom was like, I wouldn't be surprised if you did teal. And I was like, but I already have so much teal. I but want. How would teal, I mean, how would uh, yellow look outside? Do you think it would still pop like that? So that's why I kind of want to like go and look. And they said I could just spray paint. But then my dad said, if you get like, a, I got to ask him what kind of paint to get. But he said there was like a different paint to use to brush on. And it's a little bit thicker. So it won't chip as fast. Mm -hmm. So, but I, like, I just think, like, a really fun, bright sun yellow would be really pretty. But then the only thing is I got to make sure that it's going to, like, it will transfer that sun yellow. I don't want it to be, like, a neon yellow. Right. But I also thought maybe 
almost like a really like a light lavender. Purple? Yeah, like the color of the bottom left, like yellow button, like a light purple. So it's like not pink, but I don't know. I thought that was just kind of different. Interesting. Yeah, I just thought that was different. It wasn't a blue. It wasn't a green's just not my thing. I've never been a big fan of the color green. I don't know why. Green coffee cup. Yeah, I mean that's that's here nor there. But I'm just saying, (laughs) I've never been a big fan of it. I don't know why. I I know my nephew Graham loves the color green. And you're part Irish too. I know. I don't know what it is. You only have one green sweatshirt. And it doesn't. I don't even know if I. Oh, I still have one. Yeah. But it's like one that I bought at Walmart because I was in a St. Patrick's Day parade and you once. Needed a green shirt, and yeah. I needed a green shirt, so I bought it. But I I don't think I like the color green on a lot of things, especially that dark green that the color is. Uh, I think they're now. already green, yeah. right? They I were just green don't like to match it. the our house in Mendota, mm. so that my mom took the leftover paint from there. But I don't know. I just thought like. I just thought like a really nice sun yellow and then if and then I just got to find like some cute uh, pillows or something like that. But so is your project list the wicker furniture next weekend and what else? Because I think once this is drying, you're going to need another project to keep you busy. Oh, I ordered the blue of this sweatshirt. Oh, geez. And I'm going to tie dye that. I don't know what the obsession with tie-dye is right now. It's so horrendous. But you said my shirt that I tie-dyed yesterday looks better tie-dyed. Well, that that wasn't a nice shirt. I'd say, like, you had to do so something. So I just made an it, ugly shirt less ugly? No, you made it <laughs> nice. Like, there's there's a difference. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's... I don't know why it's making a comeback. I don't think that that's a style that should okay. ever be resurrected. So, I really didn't. I didn't really do the tie dye as a kid. Like that. Neither was, did I. So, not many like kid, like not many boys do it. But like, I just really don't remember getting into like the tie dye as a kid. And I think maybe it's just like something I miss out. Or maybe there's a lot of Instagram influencers that are in the tie dye. Right so maybe now. that's what it is too. That. It's the the self, my mind thing of like, if an Instagram follow, like if an inst, you know a blogger really likes this, then obviously I need to like it. I don't know. I just think I think I enjoy the the actual like doing of it. I but you like the finished product. I do, but I think like I would. I'm not one out going out and buying a tie dye shirt. I think I like the actual process of like doing the tie-dye like I like the actual craft of it makes sense but I think you like it just because it's popular right now yeah it's just something fun to do I feel like there's a lot of guys out there that are like uh yeah like, why would you like, do that they're like you guys nailed it with the leggings why why ruin it <laughs> you don't need to try and spruce up a t-shirt by bleaching it and try to bring all these different colors out of no it's it's, and this is the other thing in a conversation that Nora and I had earlier this week because Nora asked me before she tie-dyed this shirt that she did over the weekend she had asked me if I liked tie-dye and I told her no No. (laughs) and she's like oh but I think it's really cute so I said so do it 
If you think it's cute, <laughs> do it. Because ultimately, it's you wearing it. I said, there's things that I wear that you don't like. I have a short sleeve hoodie that I wear all the time. And Nora doesn't like it. And so sometimes you're, you're, I rock long sleeves underneath it. Yeah. And the reason why I do this, I like short sleeve hoodies because I push up uh, the sleeves a lot. And it wears out the, the elastic on the bottom of the sleeves. And I hate that. I would rather use a long sleeve t-shirt because I don't use those that much. And long sleeve t-shirts aren't that expensive compared no to a sweatshirt. Sweatshirts, hoodies, they're expensive these days. And I don't want to ruin the elastic in there. So I'd rather get a short sleeve hoodie or make my own short sleeve hoodie. But it was just funny. I, I was like, you don't like that. And I still wear it. You, you can make something. You could like something. And I don't have to like it. It's okay that we have different opinions on this. Yeah. It's still yours. You could do it. It's your identity, not mine. <laughs> but like, I'm such a people pleaser. And I don't know, like, it's just something in me that I'm like, why, why would I wear something that you don't like to give you a reason to not find me attractive. Like, I don't know. I will still always find you attractive. Even if I wear tie-dye? Even if you wear tie-dye. From head to toe? From head to toe. <laughs> if you if you want to go all hippie, sure. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of fun. But I got the sweatshirt to do, and it's like a, like a staff, like not a super dark blue. It's like a medium kind of like oceany blue. So I thought it'd be kind of cool. Would a cobalt blue work? Is that, no, because no? it's not as dark. Oh. Cobalt blue's... Sorry, I was the, just trying to throw out a I random know. blue out there to see if I could win. It's like a light sapphire. It's like a mixture between like aqua, aquamarine and sapphire, I guess. I don't know. You can picture that in your head right, right now. And you're like, <laughs> Nora, that is absolutely a gorgeous color. Glad you chose it. <laughs> oh, gosh. But... I decided to do that, and then I think I might send it to uh, Madden's Market and have them do, like, a monogram or something like that on there. And then... Madden's Market is a shop that Nora uses. Uh, her girlfriend's sister makes all this different stuff. She does, like, an Etsy shop, goes to a whole bunch of different craft fairs. Yeah. Nora has a sweatshirt on right now that has Bright on it that Maddie makes, uh, makes. And then there's different tumblers and... Nora has a whole bunch of stuff. Everything comes out really good. There's bows that are supposed to be for babies, but I have them for Rory. She's got, <laughs> Rory's got a Dunkin' Donuts bow and a Cubs bow. Um, she's got like onesies and tons of stuff. But like, what are you, you going to have Maddie do to that sweatshirt? I think I might just have her do a monogram. Oh, just okay. like kind of up in the corner. What monogram are you going to go with? The one with your last name. Oh, okay. So that way the, can... the only reason why I say this, I bring this back to when we went to Gatlinburg. Yeah. In the fall. And Nora was like, well, I don't know what monogram. monogram I should do because, you know, we are getting married next year and it will only be good for a year. So I don't know what to do. So I didn't know from this point on if you were going to do well, then, your last initial or my last initial. Well, then I was like, well, because then when I ended up doing it and you're like, oh, you did your initial, not mine. I was like, well, now I have a reason to go buy another one. But now I'm like, well, crap, I don't want to buy all these and then have to rebuy them. So I'm just doing them all with, with your initials. So, I mean, you can't, like, you can't end this with me because I already have. You're in too deep monogramly. Yeah, basically. Monogramly is a new word. I just so, and then I think I'm going to order, they've got the red sweatshirt of this, but I'm not going to tie dye it. 
Good. But it's like the Louisville Cardinal color red. And I think I'm going to have her do the state of... I almost wanted to... I think... I don't know if I'm going to have her do the state of Kentucky outline on it. Mm-hmm. And maybe put like LOU inside of it. Because that's kind of like all of like the Louisville stuff. Or if I just want to like send her the Louisville Cardinal logo. Oh, just in case we go to the no football games that they're going to have this year? Yeah. Okay. But I just like, I mean, I'm not a big sports person, but you are. So like, but I'm a girl who needs to dress for the part. Mm -hmm. So like, if we're going to go to a sports game. You got to be able to fit in. You got to be able to rock the, the right gear. So like, even though I can't talk sports, I want to look like I can talk sports. Yeah, but then what if somebody approaches you wanting to talk about it and you have no idea? I'm Are just you just going to go, go team? I'm One's halftime. Go, I'm here for the marching band. Like, come on. All the stuff that people look forward to at the game. If we lose, I wasn't here. Like, Oh, you got all your excuses lined up. You went to a game with me last season, right? No. I thought we went to one. No. No. Oh. Just me and my dad went, I guess, then. Yeah, I think we were supposed to go And then it got rained out, maybe. And then it was, like, pouring down rain. So, and then we went to a basketball game. We did, which was fun. The Louisville basketball game. And I understand basketball. Like, I understand baseball and basketball. So, like, I'm fine with those games. Football's very easy to understand. Once you sit down and watch it, it's, it's very easy. You know what? Once we get this basement all lined up, we're watching the NFL this fall. Are we going to put like the football stripes down? No, 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 no. We're, okay. What we're going to do is we're going to watch a game. Then we're going to go online and we're going to rewatch the game and we're going to break down the game film. No, thank you. And then you're going to start a podcast. <laughs> Girl version of football. Yeah. And you're going to explain everything to so us. So I really want to do like how you said that they do on Barstool Sports where like the guys are sitting behind the TV and the girls have to explain, like, what's happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ellie Ellie did that. Schnitt Talk girl did that. I really want to do that with so you. So what happened with that is uh, there was a few guys that got in trouble, and their punishment was they're all Yankees fans that got in trouble. And they were in the playoffs last fall. And the punishment was they could not watch the game. They had to listen to the game. No, by they, the, they had to listen to the game by the way that Ellie was describing oh, the game. Yeah, they didn't get so to have the volume she, on. She, yeah, Ellie was doing the play-by-play of the game. It was like balls thrown, guy dude, They're running after swings it. the bat thing. He threw oh, it to it first, baseball. but I don't know if he was out or safe. It was a complete debaucher, but it was hysterical. It was awesome to watch They're it. Like, she was like, they're running. Who's running? They are like the players. It's like what team? The team in the white. <laughs> They're both white. And I'm just like and I remember you telling me about this and I'm like, "Oh my god, this would be me if I ever had to explain football to somebody." So maybe that's what we'll do. We'll we'll coach you up. My brother Nick is a football coach. Maybe he could teach you some terms. I don't know all of the terms. I'm not like a big Xs and O guy, but I could watch a game. I know what's going on. I mean, I watched a little bit of the Super Bowl. On the TV, it's a little bit easier because, like, they draw, like, the lines and the X's and, like, they, like, they repeat what whatever the ref just said. 
so I can kind of follow it a little bit better. And I un- I understand the basic concept of you have is it four attempts? Yeah, four downs. Four, yeah, four, four downs four to get attempts, a first down. Four attempts to go ten yards. Yep. Every ten yards, it's you start over again. But usually, you punt on fourth down. Okay, yeah, but still, the concept of you have four chances right. to go ten yards, and then if you make it past ten yards, you start back at one. Yep. Which totally explains the cheer. The the cheer first and ten. Do it again. Go. Trojans. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you were a football cheerleader. You had to do that cheer. You had no idea what that meant. Yeah, I wasn't a captain, so I never had to call the cheers. It was just. Oh, my. Nora. <laughs> I was a football cheerleader for a half a season, and then all the cheerleaders quit my freshman year. And so we just didn't have cheerleaders the rest of the season my freshman year. And I just was like, I'm done with this drama. And then I was also a I was also a marching band. So two things very heavily, I guess, intertwined with football, and you have no idea about anything regarding football. I stood there and I smiled in my uniform and I knew that we scored points because I had to do push ups. So oh. You guys did that, huh? So it was literally like, all right, girls, we're at 36, 36 push-ups. Oh, that would fucking suck. So we had to do whatever the score was. Right, yeah. A lot of cheerleading teams do that. Yeah. So that sucked. And I was like, what the hell did I sign up for? At the beginning of the college football season, that's very... It's very popular for like the camera crews to go over to the cheerleaders and watch them do it. Because usually the first couple of weeks of college football, there's a lot of games that aren't even close. Like teams are scoring 80 points and stuff like that. So cheerleaders have to do like 80 pushups. Hell no. Uh -uh. And then, um, and then I was in the second row. So I was always the closest to the field, but like basically the captain. So we would all face like the crowd and the captain and the coach would be turned to watch the game to see what was going on. But I wasn't a captain, and I was a freshman, and I had no idea what was going on, and I just learned the cheers. I didn't know what was happening. What we're and learning then, during this podcast is we both have a lot to learn, whether it be throughout the house, trying to do projects around here, and you got a lot of watch, a lot of football to watch. I'm busy with projects to watch football. <laughs> you but know, I'm maybe really... maybe this is the way that I can finally watch football without you being like, you're just gonna watch football today. Yeah, I get to do all of my fun tie dye projects and all these different house projects that you have. And you're just gonna be hearing the drill upstairs. It's all right. And then when I was in marching band, I just knew whenever we played. Our uh, school song as when we scored. When we played, but you for, didn't watch them go into the end zone. I had no idea what was going on. I did not understand. I was dating a football player. On top of all of this, I was a I football. Bet you were. Che- Shut up! <laughs> I was a football <laughs> cheerleader in marching band, and I was dating a football player. N- knew no idea, and so you wanted to be all around the ball. No, and then I actually, what? And then I actually got all of the football gear ready for the next season. Like after it got back from like being um, 
like drag players queens. had to turn it in at yeah. the end of the year. After they, after they turned it in, I actually went and helped like the coaches like separate everything. So I got out of PE for doing that. Like, I didn't feel like running at PE, so they would just let me go up in, like, the loft of the gym and just organize uniforms. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I knew nothing about football. I don't even know how many times my dad attempted to explain football to me. It just baffles me that you're around the game so much and had no clue what was going on. No, and, like, I just kind of cheered when everybody else cheered. And you know, it's super funny too. When Nora and I first started dating, I was doing play-by-play for high school football for Ottawa, Illinois. And I listened Nora to Nora would listen. And you had no idea what was no. going on. Nope. Because radio is so much depending on the person broadcasting the game. You have to understand some of the terms in order to get the games. Even though as a play-by-play person, you still try to dumb it down so that way it's comprehensible for everybody to be able to take in. And I, was I just still a supportive, did that. I was still a supportive girlfriend and would listen to you. So when it was, cause you guys would do songs. So like whenever it was songs, I would have my TV going. And then as soon as I heard whenever the game song, Oh, okay. Like I see what you're saying. Whenever it was regular programming and we we're playing music, we we're playing yeah. country music. Cause I guess like when it was like timeouts, you guys would play a song. I think No, or, we wouldn't play songs. We would play commercials oh. during timeouts and stuff. Well, you guys played songs at some point parts during the game. Uh, as bumper music to go back yeah. to us, yes. So, like, when it was that, I'd have my TV on, and then it was you guys. I would just listen and had no idea what was going on, but I was being a supportive girlfriend. Wow. And you weren't even around, like, we didn't watch that many Cubs games together. We don't watch a lot of sports, but you've been around football a lot and you don't get it. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn until last year. Well, hopefully you catch on a little bit easier when it comes to these house projects. I think like, I think when I asked you to explain football to me. I got a boner. Like, I don't think I ever saw, like, you were just so excited to like, you're like, oh my God, like she's going to attempt this and maybe she'll watch football with me. The kicker to all of this is like, I would watch TV shows did you and mean like, to say kicker? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. The irony to all of this is that like I would watch like TV shows where it would be like girls watching like football and other and like other sports like with guys and like guys like liked it so much that like a girl would understand sports and I wanted to like I wanted to understand and be like that girl so bad. Mm-hmm. I just could not understand it. No guy, like, because, like, I understand baseball, but baseball is a slower sport. Yeah, that's a little easier to A take little in. bit easier, you know, to, like, watch. And, like, basketball, I don't like watching, like, oh, I can watch a basketball game because I can follow that. Again, I don't know all the terms, but I know what's going on. And, like, I don't mind going to, like, live, like, going to an actual game of basketball. But, like... I wanted to like understand and actually like football and I just couldn't. I'll say football is one of the sports that is better to watch at home. Uh, It's one of the best sports to watch at home because with football, there is so much downtime because there's time in between um, each play and then there's a lot of commercial breaks. So you could change the channel to another game 
And I get so much heat, especially from people in Louisville, when I say, it's so much better to watch a game on TV. They all look at me crazy, and I say, I said, you're crazy for thinking that. Why in the hell would you want to go inside of a stadium and watch one game when you could sit at home and watch however many games you want? You don't have to deal with all the TV timeouts because you could change to the next game. If there's a blowout, you could go to the the next game that you want to watch. You don't you have don't to, have to wear underwear. Exactly. Who wants to do that? You'd be able to watch football, Drink whatever you want to drink, not have to worry about getting a DUI. Or an Uber or find, home. Yeah, exactly. And you could eat for free at home. You don't have to pay $6 for a hot dog. You can get like a 312 pack from Costco for that price. And the other thing with football, too, is weather. That's the other reason why I don't like going to games. Like, I'll go to a game at the beginning of the season, but it's usually a tad too hot for me. But you get into the season, and sometimes it's either cold, it's raining, it's snowing. Yeah. I don't want to sit outside. I want to be comfortable. Oh, yeah. Especially in those situations. So I, I always get a lot of heat on that. I enjoy going to baseball games because baseball games are usually in the summer. You know what to expect. If it's going to rain, you don't have to go that day. So And we're I the old it. people that, like, we get our seats, and then we, like, sit in them for, like, two innings. And then we just walk we around. We walk around the stadium for a little bit. Then we go back to our seats. For like maybe another inning. And then we usually leave like around the seventh inning stretch. But if we went to Cincinnati, if we made the road trip to Cincinnati, we wouldn't leave early. No, we stayed for the whole Cubs game. Yeah. But that was at the Travelers Stadium where we would get free tickets all the time. So yeah. it wasn't like we were wasting money there. I'm never going to waste money going to a game. But we just did that no. because we were able to get tickets all the time. So. Yeah. So we would just go and go stay for a couple innings and then go It was home. a date night a lot for us when we did that. Yeah. It was a date night, but uh, were you, you were going to say something? Nora? No. Oh. That's just, I think that's just kind of like a fun date night for us as we go and we kind of get like our stadium food fix. Nachos. And, oh God, Hot I'm, dogs. I miss the Bill and Joe nacho stand from the Traveler Stadium. That was so good. <laughs> but the one thing that I do like at the Bats games here in Louisville they have fried bologna sandwiches. They do? Oh, yeah. It was over by where they make, like, the sausages with, like, the peppers. But they don't have a bacon station. They don't have a bacon station, but they have a fried <laughs> bologna sandwich station. You're just so really God. praying for baseball this year, aren't you? I don't think that minor league baseball is going to be happening. That's so crazy. There might be major league baseball with no fans. I don't think there's going to be any college football. I think there's going to be NFL football. I think That's the NBA so will play, college basketball won't play. I think all the professional sports will play. There's too many logistics in order for college sports to play this year. Just way too many because if kids are not in school, then you can't have any games. You can't say, okay, well, it's fine for these athletes, these student athletes to be here on campus, but it's not fine for the rest of the student body to be here. Yeah. There, there's no way you could do that. You would have so many lawsuits because then it would be turning into the, well, as you see, they make money for the school and they're, this is why they're playing because they make money. But, really but they don't, but money. they don't, the players don't get any money. So yeah. it's just like the school's profiting off of these students. So I think it would just shine a light on that even more. So I don't think that college sports won't be happening uh, until next fall, if you ask me. Not not this coming fall of what 2020, crazy, but 2021. What a crazy 2020. Yeah. There's a there's a few things that I've heard that will 
and I can't say them, but uh, regarding other big events that might not be happening this year. So. So crazy. So crazy. Well, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Hopefully by next weekend, we can actually do things in one try. We're not going to have to do three different tries, watching YouTube videos, FaceTiming people. <laughs> we'll update you on that and whatever else we get into throughout the rest of the week. You enjoy your week.